0: This episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast is brought to you by the new GoPro Hero 12. With high dynamic range, 5.3K and 4K video, upgraded hyper smooth 6.0 video stabilization, and an industry leading 177 degree field of view with the Max Lens Mod 2.0, this is a pretty good camera. We've tried the GoPro Hero 12 and the images are stunning, so if you're keen to capture the best of your summer riding, Pick yourself up a GoPro Hero 12 and be a hero. Thank you very much, GoPro, for sponsoring this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast. Welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name is Ray and Great to have you along, full of Vim and vigor this week, having recovered from what was a massive weekend at the GS rally last week. If this is the first of our podcasts you've listened to, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, come along for the ride, check out the back catalogue. All the podcasts are up there from the last couple of years. Later in the show, we're gonna be diving deep into the Norton 901 Expedition with thoughts from Kiwi Rider's own Jock McLaughlin and Troy Walton. But first First, it's time to get into the top 5 and this week it's the top 5 road rides you should do this summer in at number 5 if you live anywhere near Wellington or Wadadapa the Remutaka Hill the Remutaka Hill road is uh, a classic and done very regularly by most riders around the Wellington region, it offers some beautiful views at the top and if you get a clear run, you'll have a fantastic ride number five on the top five list of best road rides you should do this summer the Rimutaka hill number four on the top five list of the best road rides you should do this summer vinegar hill uh, heading south or north on State Highway 1, just south of Hunterville area, you'll see the turn off to Vinegar Hill. This takes you into the back end of Ashurst. And uh, on pretty much any bike, it is a blast. A lot of lefty-righty stuff, a bit of elevation change. Vinegar Hill is well worth a ride, especially if you're heading back to Wellington from up north, coming down State Highway 1 and need to get off the State Highway to maintain your sanity. In at number three, on the list of top five best road rides you should do this summer, it it kicks off in, well, you can go either way. You can go from Taihapi over to Hawke's Bay or vice versa. It used to be gravel and apparently a lot more entertaining back then, but the Gentle Annie. Once you get to the top, again, more spectacular views across this country of ours. In at number three on the top five best road rides you should do this summer, the Gentle Annie. Number two, on the top five best road rides you should do this summer... Oh, got a lot of the North Island here, but the Forgotten World Highway is now completely tarmac. And if you are on a chrome cruiser, you'll love it. Any, any bike will enjoy it, but you'll wind your way through some beautiful, spectacular, untouched native bush here in New Zealand. And if you haven't ridden the Forgotten Highway, I highly recommend it. But number one on the top five best road rides you should do this summer, get down to the South Island and do the West Coast. I haven't done it yet, but I've seen photos and it's made me drool. I really want to go and ride the West Coast. That is your top five best road rides you should do this summer. Do you agree with this list or do you disagree? Let us know in the comments or email me, t7adventuresnz at gmail.com. Expedition Ready Following on the Norton 901's heels, the Expedition is a beefed up Swede that's ready to party. Jock McLaughlin rode the Norton 901 Expedition and these are his thoughts from Kiwi Rider magazine november twenty twenty three volume one. The Husqvarna Northern 901 Expedition is a high spec version of the Norton 901 released last year after a fair degree of internet teasing. The new machine has a taller screen a larger more robust alloy bash plate pannier racks and panniers and high spec wp suspension that offers more travel and full adjustability the original 901 impressed me with its quick and smooth engine comfortable suspension easy handling and unique looks it's a great machine now the expedition is largely the same bike but with specific improvements intended to make it a stronger and more capable machine in the wilds and equipped for long-distance travel and exploring. Longer upgraded suspension. The eagerly anticipated Expedition version of the Norden gets some key upgrades. At the front, the Expedition gets the Explore fork and Explore rear suspension unit rather than the apex on the standard Norden, and the fork goes up in diameter from 43mm to 48mm. There's another 20mm of travel at the front and 25mm at the rear, lifting it to 240mm travel at both ends, which has the effect of raising the seat at least 25mm, and it was already a rather tall bike. Seat height has gone up from 854mm to 875mm, in the low position depending on the shock preload. I'm pretty tall at 6'2 or 187cm and found the shape of the seat becomes more unhelpful the taller the bike gets, as it's quite narrowish at the front and becomes quite wide towards the rear of the bike. This means if you sit right forward it's okay for a tall rider to get their feet down, but just sliding back a few inches makes it harder to get those feet on the floor because of the wider seat, which jacks your thighs outwards and reduces your reach. Also the raised pillion seat, carry rack and panniers, getting one's leg over from ground level, will not be an option for most. At a minimum, you'll be relying on stepping on the rider peg to swing that leg over. Well ventilated. This test was done mid winter, and it was and I was surprised to discover the expedition is a cold bike to ride, something I'd not noticed when testing the standard Norton in our balmy summer months. The screen is tall but narrow at the top, so as a tall rider, I felt the cold on my shoulders. Also, there are large vents around the headlight that seem to channel cold air around my torso and neck. Of course, this was riding in temperatures around 6 to 8 degrees Celsius, so a smart rider would probably just stay home. The upside to this is hot temperature riding should be very comfortable on summer gravel roadies, which in fairness to the Norden is what most riders do on their big road trips. Overall, the Norden 901 Expedition is an excellent machine, particularly for taller riders who really want to push it off-road. In that respect, it is a better choice than the base model. However, the base Norton is a great machine too, and probably the better option for most riders for most uses, because it has a more manageable seat height and is still exceedingly capable. My personal feeling is that all big adventure machines, say over 210 kgs, need no more than 200mm of wheel travel unless one is racing. Time has proven that it is not the amount of travel but the quality of travel that is important. With big heavy machines, a tall seat is a greater disadvantage in general than reduced wheel travel. For a second opinion now, we go to the words of Troy Walton. When I first laid my eyes on the pre-production concept Norden back in 2019, my first thought was that it looked great and ticked many boxes adventure writers are looking for. But I did wonder how much Husqvarna would eventually revise for its production. It's not uncommon for great concepts to finally appear as production machines in a watered-down state if they did appear at all. Thankfully, Husqvarna stuck to the original adventure travel idea, and it wasn't changed all that much. That was a few years ago, and the Expedition version has been launched, which looks even better. The metallic blue paint is oh so deep, with contrasting white and touches of fluoro yellow. It looks gorgeous in the metal. I like it. The Norden's looks have proven to be polarising, though, with the big, round, retro-style headlight with very modern LED internals coming in for a lot of comment. It's a Marmite sort of thing. People either love it or hate it. There doesn't seem to be anyone in the middle. The rest of the bike exudes a sort of solid-shouldered, strong yet athletic vibe, particularly from the front three-quarter viewing angle, which gives it a visual sense of purpose that is sadly lacking in many other machines in the same market space. At the heart of the Norton is a wonderful almost 900cc parallel twin that punches out a broad, real-world usable spread of power that is deceptive in its delivery. What I mean by this is that the rider doesn't get any particularly visceral rush of power or feeling of extra torque anywhere in the engine's rev range. Rather, it's a well-developed torque curve that gets on with the job of propelling you to well within license-losing velocity. A glance at the bright and clear TFT screen often gave me a surprise, I just wasn't expecting to see the numbers I was seeing. Thankfully, the cruise control is there to save some points on the license during those long stretches of highway droning. This linear progressive power delivery is just about perfect for dirt adventures, giving a particularly direct feeling of connection to what the rear wheel is doing. There's a bi directional up and down quick shifter which makes travelling at pace a smooth, jerk free experience. It's one of the nicest calibrated ones I've experienced, giving buttery smooth shifts, even when on partial trailing throttle, something that does tend to trip up a lot of quick shifters. Only having a couple of days to play on the Norden, I didn't have a huge amount of time to explore its limits either on tar seal or gravel but the initial visual impression of bulk and strength around the shoulders doesn't translate into any feelings of top heaviness once underway, which embodies well for the times you may need to muscle it around a bit. It's tall, but once underway it feels flickable and responsive on tar seal, and the front in particular is planted and secure on gravel. The rear, of course, can be persuaded to get a bit loose by switching the traction control off-road mode for the times you want to have a little fun. The Norden is by no means a single-track warrior unless you're up there with the likes of Poltares or our own Chris Birch when it comes to riding, but with the added suspension travel of the Explorer version, it could more than hold its own on four-wheel drive trails and the odd farm track with an average rider aboard. Gravel roads are a breeze and clearly this is where the Norden will most likely and should find its home. With a full suite of electronic trickery for safety and fun, it's a superbly usable engine and very comfortable, for me anyway, in the ergonomics department. I'd have no problem loading this up for a multi-day road or gravel getaway and that's surely what adventure bikes are for, right? If you're looking for a bike with a bit of uniqueness, a solid dose of comfort and practicality, plus a big chunk of fun factor thrown in, you owe it to yourself to take this Norden away for a test ride. For more information, specs, and all the photos of the Husqvarna Norden 901 Expedition, check out Kiwi Rider Magazine. Go to kiwirider.co.nz and click on October 2023, Volume 1. And that about rounds up the show. Thank you so much for listening. Not many episodes left for the year now. Uh, looking forward to the Jolly Fat Man knocking on the chimney with uh, some new bike parts. Um, in the coming weeks, we're going to be talking about uh, presents for your motorcycle-loving people uh, in your life as well. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray here, and if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me at t7adventuresnz at gmail.com. Check out my website, motonz.com. That's where all the written and photos go up. And the YouTube channel with a new video every single week. YouTube and go search Moto NZ Kiwi Rider Magazine. Two magazines, absolutely free, twice a month for you to read, download, and enjoy. Go to kiwirider.co.nz, and I'm hoping to catch up with Matthew Day Gillett in the next couple of days too. He's been uh, overseas in the Himalayas riding the new Himalayan. I'm oh, Jealous does not describe it. Otherwise, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, come along for the ride, this is Kiwi Rider podcast. My name is Ray here, and thank you so much for listening. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in seven days' time. This episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast is brought to you by the new GoPro Hero 12. With high dynamic range, 5.3K and 4K video, upgraded hypersmooth 6.0 video stabilization, and an industry leading 177 degree field of view with the Max Lens Mod 2.0, this is a pretty good camera. We've tried the GoPro Hero 12 and the images are stunning, so if you're keen to capture the best of your summer riding, Pick yourself up a GoPro Hero 12 and be a hero. Thank you very much, GoPro, for sponsoring this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast.